Thanks for tuning in today. Um, this is Dr. Jaria Butler, a pharmacist and nutritionist, here to speak to you today about plant-based living and how a healthy heart needs plant-based living. So did you know that 29% um, of adults eat meat alternatives at least once a month or more often, according to a meatless product survey done in May of 2021. 40% uh, of those individuals in that survey included uh, people ages 18 to 44. So our learning objectives for today's um, content include learning about what is a diet, what is plant-based living, um, how to include more plants in your diet, identifying health improvements, and learning different snack options for someone attempting to live a plant-based life. So what does the word diet mean to you? Well, in many cases, diet is what we eat on a day-to-day -day basis, um, eating for weight loss, um, eating for healthy reasons, or eating to sustain life over time. Um, it's what we see often um, when we hear the word diet or what we think about, uh, also according to the freedictionary.com. So the largest myth associated with plant-based eating is you have to either be vegan or vegetarian um, in order to successfully say that you're a plant-based eater. Well, that's not really the case because sometimes with plant-based eating, um, it's just pretty much saying that the majority of your meals are plant-based. So lately, they've just produced um, a plant-based food association where there's a specific label that you'll see in the grocery stores that tells you um, an item is mainly plants versus vegan or vegetarian. So definitely look out for that. It's like a three-leaf um, plant symbol and it pretty much says plant-based association. Um, so with these foods, keep in mind that they usually don't contain um, egg or any dairy products in them. And if it has any artificial ingredients, then it's usually less than five to 10%, according to Plant-Based Food Association. So the truth is plant-based living is eating a balanced amount of nutrients from many different sources that can improve your overall quality of life. This must be continuous and meaningful to you as it will be a lifestyle. Eating a variety of clean and lean foods can boost your immune system and protect your vital organs like your heart, kidney, and lungs. And also your stomach, of course. <laughs> you must eat for your lifestyle and body type with plants in mind always to keep your health in check. Plants help digestive system to work better. And the reason for this is because with plant-based eating, the foods that you're um, consuming and digesting actually have more fibers in them. And with those fibers comes regular bowel movements and actually clearing the toxins and um, filth out of your body as to um, most foods that don't have necessary fiber for daily regularity or digestion, then you end up accumulating um, waste in the body. And sometimes, I don't know if you've ever heard of the leaky gut syndrome and things like that, but that's pretty much what it's related to, not being able to get rid of the waste that your body doesn't need. 
So moving forward, um, I know a lot of times when we decide to make changes in what we do from day to day, especially as it relates to our health, we get a lot of pushback from our close friends, family members, and um, other relatives or people that kind of come in contact with us on a day-to-day basis. And usually it's never anything positive for the most part. Um, it's very few people that usually say, oh my gosh, that's so great that you're you know, changing your eating habits. And a lot of times this is because I guess you force them to look at what they're not doing, especially if they're in the same boat as you. So a little th- couple of things you could say to someone that's asking like, are you on a diet because you're making better food choices? You could use any other follow-ups like, oh, the food I choose, they're part of my diet and this is what I'm feeling like now. So this is why I'm choosing this. Or you could say, I'm choosing to eat to live, not choosing to live to eat and die slow. Or you could say, no, can I get you a bite? I'm tired of seeing people uncomfortable and sick in older age. Um, And yes, I want to live a better life. So yes, I'm choosing to, you know, eat better. So those are some things you could say just to kind of counteract that negative feedback that they're giving you to kind of make you feel like you're doing something wrong. So often when we eat on a day-to-day basis, the standard food menu or plate when you're being fed, whether you're a child, adult, or an elderly person, it's always the same portions when you go out, or even when you're at home, it's the same way. But I want you all to kind of take into account the person that you're feeding, what do they actually look like? Like, are they thin and um, body nature and they can eat anything? Um, Are they overweight and seems like they don't have much energy to burn off the calories that they're eating or are they average or look fit or you know just ready to go at any point well in these many cases that pretty much tells you more or less how they may respond to food so not food but carbs in general so as a result of that you want to kind of be aware of what you're doing to your body. So for me, I would put myself in the average or active range. And the reason why I say that is because I do work out on a regular basis just to kind of keep my heart functioning strong for me and, you know, allow me to wear the clothes that I enjoy uh, that makes me feel most confident and uh, in touch with my femininity. So of course, I'm going to, you know, have a different type of diet. So that means like with me having these things in mind, I kind of limit the amount of carbohydrates that I'm eating um, and try and keep them more complex. And when I say complex, meaning like I'll choose a sweet potato over a white potato or I'll choose black rice over white rice or I'll choose uh, multigrain pasta over regular pasta just so that I get the sufficient fiber I need to actually, you know, have regular bowel movements to keep my body weight in a, the range that I enjoy most. As to the ectomorphs, most often those are the skinnier individuals with the high fast metabolisms. Well, when it comes to building their body up or making the changes necessary for them, chances are 
they're usually requiring more food, more energy, high carbs. Um, but the idea way to get it is, of, of, again, not to use your simple carbs like candies and, you know, refined rice and white sugar and all those different things, but to use the more complex um, carbs such as your um, potatoes and um, beans have carbs as well. I mean, you could have rice, but just don't overdo it and kind of make sure you're getting high quality food. That way your body uses it properly and have less inflammation and mucus build up because you're choosing the wrong type of foods. As to your endomorphs, which are your usually your individuals that are um, a little bigger in weight, usually don't look too athletic, um, sometimes classified as obese or morbidly obese. Those are your individuals that you want to kind of limit the carbohydrates such as rice and um, pastas and breads. And the reason why is because they're already getting too much energy and those foods don't really come off the body as fast. So you want to kind of stick with something like vegetables or legumes or um, cauliflower and beans because they'll actually allow the body to better utilize the energy sources in it and actually allow for the person to have more regular um, bowel movements, which in turns end up with weight loss and, you know, just better functioning energy levels. So did you know that plant-based food is derived from plants, including vegetables, fruits, grains, seeds, and legumes, beans, and oil? Well, plant-based products are considered to be more digestible compared to animal-based foods, according to prnews.com. Plants are loaded with minerals, vitamins, fibers, and phytochemicals. The body can form chemical reactions necessary for building and repair in the body for organs to function tissue healing, and clearing waste buildup just by simply this decision to eat them every day, according to myself and many um, other knowledgeable sources and professional literature. So plant-based eating in order of most effective, ideally, well, if you're experiencing different health issues and concerns, um, the idea would be to go extremely plant-based or and what that means is pretty much having um, no animal product in your diet and less than 10% being non-plant vegan additives that'll give you your fastest change in health um, body appearance as well as um, energy and reduce the disease state Next, you have your vegan and your vegetarian. So the difference between the two of those is that with vegan, uh, with being a vegan or eating vegan, you don't include any animal products like eggs and dairy. As to with a vegetarian, those two are actually accepted. Um, With the vegan meals, you have to keep in mind that. So the difference between vegan and plant-based is that 
your vegan meals can actually have non-plant additives added to them. And it's usually less than, I want to say like 10 to 15%. So keep that in mind when you're trying to um, choose your foods. And of course, each type of food is labeled um, accordingly. So vegan food will have vegan labels on it. Plant-based food will have plant-based labels on it. Organic will have organic labels on it. Um, A lot of people want to know and understand what the organic label is. Well, according to the FDA, um, a food can be classified or labeled organic if it has 5% um, organic matter in it or used to create it. It could have an organic label on it. So Guys, just do your research before, you know, spending excessive extra money when purchasing food. Another type of diet that includes a lot of plants in it is the Mediterranean diet. Well, with the Mediterranean diet, it's something that's often um, talked about or encouraged in people that are diabetics. Uh, The reason why this is so is because it... It promotes eating healthy fats and eating green as well, as well as eating more fermented foods because fermented foods, greens, and things that are healthy fats usually do a better job at um, keeping the weight and health in check. So that's something to consider too if you're thinking of another plant-based option that you can go without actually canceling out all of the animal products. Another thing you have is the paleo diet, um, which animal meats are acceptable. However, um, many recent studies says that it's not really good for your heart health. So it's very important that you avoid red meats as much as possible because they're high in saturated fat. And also because with the paleo diet, you don't necessarily um, have dairy products, grain, processed foods, coffee, alcohol, sugar, and salt. So that can be pretty extreme. But to me, I would tell you just kind of mixing and matching all of those different diets could actually do the same job as just eating one alone. But of course, it'll allow you to get a better variety. So until you could decide what it is that you want to do, just know that there are different ways to eat, but just listen to your body for sure. So um, if you have diabetes or hypertension, then it's important for you to know what you're doing when you're preparing your meals. And what I mean by that is, you could have an initially healthy meal um, that's going to give you the most energy and what you need overall, but then you kind of ruin it. And what I mean by ruin it is like, it's okay to add cheese or, you know, um, oils or a little bit of this, a little bit of that to, for mood, for food prep, but you don't need to overdo it. When I mean overdo it is like for one meal, putting more than a half a cup of cheese on something or having more than two slices of bacon or, you know, it that's overdoing it. So just pay attention to what you're doing. 
having a soda with each meal is not worth it. It also causes tooth decay. Drinking a juice with each meal, a cup of juice usually have maybe five to ten of a five to ten of one fruit in it. So you know, why drink juice when you know it's giving you too much of what you don't need? If you're wanting like that juice flavor, you should consider maybe having the actual fruit or maybe creating a smoothie, but kind of drinking it slowly instead of consuming it, you know, extremely fast. Um, The idea is for me to bring awareness for you to look out for all of the additives and extra sweeteners that may be hidden in your food that you can't see, um, especially when buying pre-made meals and Um, fast food and um, box meals. The idea is for you to actually learn how to avoid the middle of the grocery store or avoid the lines or, you know, overeating. It's, you, you, I I want you to kind of be here with me for a while because I know I'm going to be here for a while. So just pay attention to what you're doing. Okay. So again, like I said before, those were big factors affecting food prep, but I also want you to consider the, the heat that you're putting to your food. Burning your food can actually increase your risk, your risk of having um, different health conditions and inflammation and um, mucus in the body. And the reason why I say that is because with that extra heat um, that's applied to your food, it causes more oxidative stress in the body. And as a result, you end up with hypertension, heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, and cancer. And more than anything, a less optimal immune system day to day with hormone imbalances. And as a result of those imbalances, your body isn't protected from simple colds and viruses that circulate such as the coronavirus or even just the flu virus that you have many individuals um you know dying from when it's the body usually can fight it off at your worst feeling moments avoid all of the things that cause your health to be bad so meaning that like if you are sick or you're starting to cough or whatever the case may be, take a step back, drink more water, maybe add lime or lemon to your water, Um, eat more greens that aren't fried, Um, add in more vegetables and herbs, maybe have boiled meat versus fried meat. These are all some things that you can do to kind of speed up the healing process. Maybe if you're going to have, um, to kind of help with your body's repair, boil a whole chicken that has the bones in it. And that way, when you're boiling it and you're putting all those different vegetables and herbs in it, you're creating a potion for success. So like what you could also do is like with that soup, as it boils over time in the pot, make sure you have pepper, garlic powder, garlic cloves, um, onions, green peppers, mushrooms, you name it, just throw it all in the pot and all of that stuff will cook in the bone broth and you don't realize that you're getting bone broth, but you're actually getting bone broth because you have the whole chicken inside the pot and that bone broth will actually restore you faster. And also 
Again, you know, they like to tell you to have juices and things like that. But if you could get fresh squeezed juice, that would be more ideal in that situation than to um, buy juices that are stored um, just because they are loaded with lots of sugar and not and they're not natural. So when we think about food prep, also, you want to kind of go for the healthiest um, when you're trying to restore your health back, meaning when it comes to vegetables, raw vegetables are good. Steamed vegetables are great. Um, sauteed, are they're excellent. Baked and boiled, you know, those are all of your better options as to the whole deep fried crispy tempura flash fried and um air fried just kind of just stay away from anything that has the word fried crispy or tempura in it when you're not feeling well or you're trying to nurse your health back to an optimal state so the benefits of good fats with plant-based eating is you want to keep in mind that when you're preparing your foods, a lot of times we like to use different oils and things to kind of give more flavor or create this amazing, delectable dish. Um, just kind of stick to your olive oils, your canola oils, peanuts oil, or your plant oils, but try to avoid your vegetable and corn oils. And the reason why is because those crops are so mass produced to the point where they can be contaminated with insecticides and pesticides. So those are things that we don't really think about, but it's important for us to actually, you know, look further than just what's being, um, I guess, sold to us. And that's why they're usually cheaper than your other oils and things like that, because the oils that we choose does make a difference in what our health do with it. So you just want to, when you're selecting your oils, you want to go with cold press, um, raw, organic, whatever, anything that says that it had less work done to it to actually produce it. So hydrogenated oils and things like that, avoid animal oils and fats, avoid trans fats, avoid and as a result of avoiding those different things, you'll have a healthier heart, lower cholesterol levels, and better overall, you know, quality of life. Another good oil to include would be um, coconut oil and grapeseed oil to kind of use as fryers, or in a sense, if you're going to attempt to still fry something, but you're trying to eat healthier. Um, my go-tos are usually um, safflower south, south and sunflower oil, as well as um, coconut oil when I'm trying to, you know, fry different things. And it's just because it, it does allow some flavor, but it's not as like terrible on the body for you, even though it still has its, you know, um, cons, but at least it's not as bad for you. And ideally, if we're going to attempt to fry or cook something in oil. We don't want this to be something that's done on a daily basis. Of course, limit it to maybe once or twice a week at most. But if you're going to be doing that, you need to also be physical and um, having a physical, um, what am I trying to say? Moving around, having a better lifestyle. So 
with plant-based eating, you eliminate or reduce over-consuming too much energy. It also reduces the inflammation in the body. You reduce eating um, too many bad processed foods. You also reduce non-food additives. Um, you minimize the oxidative stress experience. You also can reduce the amount of weight added to the body that doesn't need to be there. And as it relates to comorbid flares and risks, you reduce your chance of having hypertensive emergency, heart disease, diabetic emergencies, arthritis, metabolic syndrome, heartburn, and GERD. So some different snacks available to um, plant-based eaters include um, Red Mill has this organic oatmeal fruit and seed um, container where you just add water and it's loaded with flax seeds and chai. And then you also have this new product called Gimme Organic. Um, well, the manufacturer is Gimme Organics and it's a seaweed, a roasted seaweed snack that has teriyaki flavor. So that sounds pretty interesting. And there's also hummus and pretzels by Sabra. Um, it's something that you can enjoy. It's loaded with high protein and it's made from chickpeas. So you'll get your protein and um, snacking on. There's also kind bars that dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, which is it only has five grams of sugar and six grams of protein. And it's, you know, it'll hold you over. It'll give you an energy boost just because it is made with um, nuts and oats. Next, you have your nuts. Um, you have cashews. You have walnuts, pecans, almonds, pistachios. Those are some things that you want to kind of keep an eye out for to kind of boost your energy instead of going to your traditional coffee, which increases your blood pressure um, and also kind of interferes with your body's digestion. So just kind of keep that in mind for you coffee and caffeine drinkers. Um, try and move to decaf would be ideal and work better for your health overall. And if you're um, someone that has different many, many different medications, um, definitely consider um, maybe moving the coffee or kind of eliminating it because you don't want it to interact with anything if you don't know. So to sum it all up, eating is different for everyone. Follow your needs, not your craving. Use your hands as a portion guide. Um, if it can't fit in your hand, then it's probably too much at one time. This rule applies to rice, pasta, and um, any other high-carb item per portion. Adding something like greens can be the filler you need to prevent self-harm. So again, instead of loading your place with a lot of rice and pasta or macaroni and cheese and things like that or stuffing, you know, just do your portion size for your carbs and then load the rest of your plate up with greens. Did you know that a person can be unhealthy no matter the weight or appearance? It's important to make sure you get enough water, macronutrients, micronutrients, vitamins, and exercise daily. 
Physical activity above normal routine will optimize your health and assist with better living during older age along with food choices. The idea is to live well, not dieting or popping pills, and to save your money for something you really want to do. And again, I just want to say thank you for taking the time out to um, join me and listen to the content I have to offer as it relates to plant-based eating. And I just want to say good luck on your new journey. And just remember every day when you go to get your food or make a plate or order something, just make sure you order something with a little bit more color or plants in it. Thank you and have a great day.